welcome again to Relative Reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As always, I'm your host, Travis. And I'm Mama Brian. And we are so excited to have you here. Very much. I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving last oh, week. yeah. Gobble, you gobble. your family. I hope the audio is a lot better this week. Yes. I, again, tried something completely new to hopefully resolve those issues, so we're going to see how that works out. However, yes. uh, diving right into it, make mm -hmm. sure you go and hit us up on Facebook, on yes. Twitter, on Google. Mm -hmm. uh, we I do post the links in the descriptions all below. But if you are just searching, like maybe you're listening to this and you just can't wait that extra second, you got to go find us now, which I completely understand. I would. Go ahead and search up Relative Reaction on Facebook. You'll find us there at Relative Reaction on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to email us at all, it is relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. And that's how you can get a hold of us in any way. We love, love, love hearing from you guys. We really love do. it. Uh, so make sure you're always giving us that feedback. Good, yes. bad, different. Let us know what you think of the stories. Tell us if anything interesting happened. Uh, you know, email us about a new story, whatever it may be. And of course, without saying anything else please go on itunes if you're just that awesome person mm -hmm. hit us up on itunes yes give us that five star review leave right. a comment doesn't matter what you say that part isn't near as much for our ego and for our optimism i guess to say right. as much as it is on a business end that really helps us uh, yes we're trying to move up now that so. puts us further up the line but we do appreciate everything you've done so far. Oh, yes, and, very I mean, much. just continue being awesome. I love our family here. Awesome. Our reaction. We all can. Yes, I do. I love our kinfolk. Yeah. Uh, it's said the Quran was revealed to the Prophet Muhammad over 23 years. Mm. Normal humans, or I'm sorry, normal human sex cells have 23 chromosomes. Oh. Occasionally, I guess there are like a very small percentage that actually have 46, but divided into 23 pairs. Oh. But... A normal human sex, or yeah, normal human sex cells have 23 chromosomes. Different. The creeper in Jeepers Creepers appears every 23 years for 23 days to feast on human flesh. I figured you would like that one. <laughs> I do, I do. Uh, we'll try not to 23 skidoo or quickly being made to leave, which is known as being possibly the first ever American fat expression in the uh -oh. early 20th century. Get that, out. They say that is probably the very first ever like fat expression there was. I gotta like it. Yeah. And then, let's be honest, though. If I've learned anything from music, no one loves you when you're 23, so. <laughs> Blink-182 taught me that a long time ago. Like the whole year of life knowing it, so it's true. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, did you have a good Thanksgiving? How was your week? Um, it was a different Thanksgiving. It was good because I did get to spend it with my honey, but he was um, extremely sick. We spent most of it at the ER. Oh, but, that's um, wonderful. You know. I did a year, like, texting you back and forth. I felt bad because this Thanksgiving I actually... Uh, had the privilege to travel not far but a couple hours away oh, yeah. uh, me and my wife went up and saw my in-laws so we're That's and awesome. her sister came in so this is all happening while i was actually out of town for two or three days <laughs> trying to do that and we were doing christmas together at the same time because we weren't going to see each other again before christmas and while still trying to care about like oh what's going on at home like how is yeah. everything going back on that little area of the world we're still getting it worked out but we'll get there yeah uh, did you hear today the Spongebob, the guy who created Spongebob, passed away? I did hear that. He was like 57. He wasn't old. No. It was kind of a Made me think of my nephew, Nicky. He used to love him some Spongebob. There is, I saw a, a thing this week, and it made me think you, because we brought it up on the podcast, actually, about the Banksy painting. Mm-hmm. If you remember when it got shredded, and we were, had a whole yes. story, and we were talking about that, it was... So, I love Banksy. I'm sorry. It was, it was such an awesome, like, weird, and it was cool. Well, there's someone that did a Christmas tree that was being shredded by a painting to honor that Banksy thing that happened earlier this year, which I thought was awesome to see. And, I mean, they had it done out good, too. Like, the top half was in, like, a frame had around it, and then that bottom half was, uh, like, garland. Garland, yes. So it looked like it was being shredded. It was awesome. <laughs> It Maybe was, for Christmas, Banksy will tell us who he or she is. Oh, I doubt it. Okay. I, don't, I honestly don't know if we will ever know who mm -mm. it is. I don't, I don't the think... The only way I think we'll ever have an opportunity to know is maybe on his his or her deathbed. Perhaps. Perhaps. Maybe. But even then, I honestly don't know. 
But I think that's, I think one, that's one of the, of the cool things about it. it. Yeah, I agree. No one can pinpoint who exactly it is. Mm-mm. I like it. It's kind of a mystery. I was also reading this week an ATM showed up in the middle of nowhere in the woods in Maine. Like this person owns all these acreage or they went out for their morning walk and in the woods they saw a random ATM sitting there. That's um and different. The cops looked at it and it didn't look like it was broken or stolen because like nothing was like <laughs> broken like when people try to get money out yes. ditch an ATM out in the woods. There was none of that. It was just kind of there set up. It was like if a deer hunter wanted to use quick cash withdrawal, could have used it. <laughs> Uh, they did test it. Unfortunately, didn't turn on or work or anything. Uh, but they still have zero idea how the hell it got there. No one knows. There's literally nobody that knows how it got there in the middle of the woods. Just perfectly. And they, I saw a picture of it. And it was just sitting on the pathway, just sitting up by some trees. Somebody out there is laughing their ass off. That was, Yeah, it's different. I'm like, you know, that's actually pretty, pretty fucking funny joke. Yeah. I liked it. I like it. <laughs> That's about all I did is, this week. So yeah, not too much else has went on. Like I said, uh, my my weekend consisted of you know traveling. So I immediately got home. We left, and when I got back, I immediately went back to work instead of my wife. <laughs> so we, we had, had an amazing like, time going to see the in laws, and we yeah. had a great Thanksgiving dinner. Got to see my nephew again. See how big he's getting. Uh, seeing her cousin, her kids. So we had a great you know two or so days there but it just made for it was non-stop it was at, by right. the end of this work week i was ready to have my weekend because i was like i feel like last weekend i didn't really have a weekend because I was, you didn't really happen oh uh, yeah no i was ready to sleep in uh, <laughs> just to relax yeah i had about 20 or so people coming over for thanksgiving that i had to cancel the night before i apologize to all of you <laughs> Yes. Uh, hey, things happen. And oh, unfortunately, yeah. you know, I don't think everybody wants to eat turkey around hospital beds. So uh, no, no, I don't think so either. There's <laughs> just something about that. Doesn't, yeah, the allure to it. No, it loses its goodness. Yeah, yeah. Playing games with the heart monitor going off. Just, <laughs> yes, it's not it's as a fun. little different. <laughs> All right. Well, go ahead, kick us off. All what are we right. getting into this week? For the start of our twenty-third episode. I have bad business. Long-term employee satisfaction is driven by three main things. Company culture, opportunities, and trusting your leadership. Most companies average a 3.5 or so out of 5 stars. But here's some big old companies that rate a 2.5 or lower. Wow. So the average is 3.5 out of 5? Mm-hmm. So the average company still isn't really that. No, great the average company is like for. par. And what they do with the employees, they ask all these questions, you know, to see where they're sitting. And the biggest question is, would you recommend if a job opened, would you, you know, tell a friend or tell somebody, "Hey, a job opened up. You'd love working here." A lot of all of these places that I'm going to mention, the employees said, "No way." You know what's crazy is I can honestly say out of the six or so jobs I've had, I can think of two that I'd actually recommend that if someone asked me, was like, a job would I be like, no, you should work here. The other ones, I probably would have veered people away and say, hey, there's a hiring. Yeah. If you want a job, I can get you one. But I wouldn't have like openly recommended. Got it. And I'm actually blessed to be working for one of the companies that I would recommend and would there you go. hire somebody on now. But I've definitely been through years and years of places that I would be like, no. Nah, if you, want you don't want opinion, No, if you can find something else. If you need a job, it's there. Yeah, I gotcha. Well, the first one is Kraft Heinz Company, headquarters in Chicago. The it's only rated a two point five. The employees say there are poor work life concerns, which oh, wow. means you know they don't really care about your life all they care about is, is wanting you to a work person there yes and that's crazy because heinz is, is yes huge, that's, a, that's right? why i said that's these are thing. big companies well i was just thinking even locally like that's huge yes. around here yes now they're merged and right. technically it's in chicago but the heinz part is still very exactly. much headquartered right down the road here very much so uh belk my husband used to work for them kind of it was like belk slash 
the other place he used to work. I can't remember the name of it. It's like he a was TJ Maxx. The warehouse in Cole or yeah, Coles, wasn't it? Not Coles, was it? I I don't know. But anyway, he used to work the warehouse of one of those places. They also ranked a 2.5. The employees, the headquarters in Charlotte, and uh, the employees said low pay and very much a disconnect with management. That is one of the worst things in the world is having that disconnect. Right. Because that Next, just makes you feel like you're there for nothing. Exactly. And that, like, solidifies the feeling of I'm literally just a body Just here. another no number. Care at right. All about me. If you're out, they could really care less. Right. I agree with you. The next one is global. Now, the it's a, a tech that owns a lot of these little small things that everybody knows the name of. Yeah. Yes. So They're they like have. The parent company. Yes. They have just a major, major uh, number of employees, and they got a 2.5. And wow. they said no employee management relationship at all, the employees said. Wow. So it's like, it's, it's, that's one of those places I don't even know who my manager is. Exactly. I've never met him. I don't know. Exactly. That's crazy. I cannot. I, I can't imagine not knowing my manager. Right. <laughs> and the next we have Rent a Center. They really? only rated a two point five. Their headquarters is in Plano. They say the employee morale is below low. Wow. One of the gals that uh, I worked with for a little while, her husband was actually a. Uh, he wasn't like the manager, but he was like in supervision or something at the Renaissance Center. Yeah. In town, like he helped manage that one. That's I just crazy. I know he worked a lot of hours, but I didn't know if it was some jobs you just work a lot of hours oh, yeah. just part of the exactly. job. The next is Hertz, the car rental place, headquarters in Florida. They said the employees there say company culture and value does not include the employees. It's just management nut. No. Yeah, it's That's one of them kind of companies. You got to be in the click and the exactly. way to get into that click. Otherwise, you know somebody in that click. it's a revolving door. Get in, get out. They don't care about you. Next, we have Family Dollar. And I've heard about this, actually. I heard Family I Dollar heard was family not a good dollar place. Family Dollar was not good. Right. I've heard it's better than Dollar General, though. Yes. I've heard horror stories about Dollar General from I a couple have too. people. Yes. From management and all, though, not yeah. just employees. No, I've heard, I, I knew a couple people that worked just as employees there, and I knew someone that was the assistant manager and actually offered the manager position uh, at, the, at Dollar General, one of the places I was living at, and she denied it and quit because it was just such a horrible place to work for. That's what she I heard. Food. I heard bad. it's horrible. They, too, only have a 2.5. I'm Wow. And they say Family Dollar treats their employees as replaceable. Wow. They don't get to know you. They don't care about your name. Just who do they make the check out to after you worked all week? Now, who had the lowest score? Like, was there anybody that had, like, a .5 or anything like that? No, but Speedway had a two-point. Ooh. The uh, it, headquarters in Ohio, we have a lot of them around here. Oh, yeah, they're... They're everywhere, if you ask me. Yes, I've seen Speedways but all over the place. They say there is absolutely no management and employee connection. Wow. Whatsoever. Just none. I was just curious who the lows would be there. I just... And the other place is LA Fitness, also a 2.5. And uh, the employees say there's low pay, long hours, and very few benefits. Oh, wow. So if you're looking for a new job or just let's bypass those places. I wonder where Amazon fell on that because I've heard some horror stories from coming from Amazon Warehouse. Really? Yes. Huh. I, I don't know. That's I, a good heard, question. I would say I've heard a handful of people talk about it, hmm. and I've heard one good and probably four bad. So I kind of wonder where they rank on the overall something that wide, you know, interviewing all the employees, surveying them to see where it would fall. You know, did I just get maybe a group of bad stories, or right. was that one person really the more normal? Like, makes me wonder. I just heard some bad things about the Amazon warehouses. Now I'm curious. I want to look them up. Huh. <laughs> I thought that was pretty interesting, though. Just some bad businesses. Yeah. Well, over to my first story. Sure. Uh, is airline arrest. Now, this one is is 
kind of a crazy scenario. Okay. Uh, it started with an airline pilot, uh, and this is kind of an embarrassing tale. When you dig into the reasons behind why this specific pilot that we're talking about got arrested, you, you might just have some sympathy, which I know is going to sound weird, <laughs> but we're going to go a little bit deeper. Okay. So, first we'll just go with the story. Okay. Now, this pilot we're going to talk about is Captain Andrew Collins. Collins is 54, and he's been with United Airlines for 22 years. Wow. Last September, he was up uh, for 30 hours straight, flying around the country, and he was being diverted because there was a bad string of thunderstorms going on. Understood. So it was a lot of diversions, a lot of delays. Right. So he was up in the sky for 30 hours before he could go to bed again. Uh, he finally arrived in Denver and checked right into the Weston Hotel at the airport. Sure. Just to, you know, finally get oh, some rest. Oh, yeah. Next morning he woke up. It was about 10.30 a.m. He was walking around his room. And he was getting ready to take a shower. Uh, someone called him, so he's on the phone. And at one point he stood in the... He was up on, like, the 10th floor, and he was up in the window just kind of standing and looking out, talking on the phone like you do. And he was sitting there for about 20 minutes just talking on the phone, you know, finishing up his conversation, probably well-rested, eager to talk nowadays. Yes. Uh, but then things kind of took a little bit of a weird turn. Oh, and, and by the way, there was a key detail I forgot to mention. He was stark naked. Oh, okay. But remember, he was alone in his hotel room and had no intentions of anybody coming in, had no plans to meet anybody. He was literally just and about to get a shower. And what floor was he on? Tenth. Okay. See, that's so he, yeah. you know, on his behalf, he had no intention of right. seeing anybody or talking. He was just got the phone call and was talking It's not like he was he right out in front of the, the no. parking lot. No, he was just standing at his window, just kind of staring out, you know, talking right. on the phone. Right. Uh, but then a knock at the door came, uh, happened, and the cops came barging in with their guns drawn. Oh, my gosh. Collins wound up in handcuffs and carted off to an airport jail where he was charged with indecent exposure. The problem, he didn't realize the window he was standing in front of was transparent on both sides or that anyone else had a line of sight and would let alone see him or apparently he was wrong in this aspect. We're not disputing the fact that I was standing nude in front of a hotel window, he openly told the Post. Right. But he added, some witnesses said I was dancing and gyrating and waving. He's like, I'm completely innocent of that. It's really unfortunate that it happened at all. Uh, now, his he has a lawyer, obviously. Oh, yeah. And he, the lawyer went into that same room where he stayed in just to see what the vantage right. point looked see like. see what you could see. And he said it was totally reasonable for Collins to have concluded uh, and realized that and not realize that anyone could have seen him standing in front of the window. He said the concourse windows are tinted green and opaque and reflective. Mm -hmm. He said, so it kind of looks like you're looking at a green wall or into right. a green mirror. He said it doesn't appear that it's right. transparent on both sides. You're just kind of there. Uh, it's a misdemeanor case, and Collins has been removed from duties pending an internal review, a United uh, Airlines spokesperson said. I see. I feel of bad for him there. Of course, he has a presumption of innocence until proven Right, guilty. right. And I understand the company's point there. And what's crazy is he doesn't blame what happened on the fact that he had allegedly been up for 30 hours straight. I mean, granted, the story doesn't exactly make it seem like flying for United is a, a yeah. great way to go right now. But bounced around the country, up a day and a half, waiting in a hotel room for your next flight, only to wind up humiliating facing legal jeopardy. Right. Is essentially what happened to him. All because of his job. Now he's the head he was the head of the local union his local union shop and he was actually running for the national presidency of the union uh -oh. when all this happened. So now he ain't gonna get that. No, that uh kinda went out the window, I guess yeah. you could say. <laughs> I like what you did there. I like it. I see that, I like it. <laughs> uh, it just it seems like Airline employees ain't more certain. It's starting to seem like a worse and worse job lately. I mean, we had stories about people living in uh, the RVs at right. the airport because they just didn't have time and couldn't afford it. Just, it's kind of weird. And I know you're thinking the story, you know, this happened a year ago. Why do you bring it up? Well, the reason why I'm bringing it up this week is he's mm -hmm. actually doing court on December 5th. Got it. To deal with his all of this. Court's finally uh, being his lawyer hopes case. That he can get the whole thing dismissed and just, you know, hopefully it just goes behind. The reason why I kind of picked this story is because I thought it had a good point to have an opinion out there of what do you think should happen like do you think he's in the wrong do you think that was indecent exposure like now granted i think it's a little weird i don't i could imagine myself being naked and on the phone to me that's weird 
But that, however, if that you're in the hotel room, bother me. I don't care whether you're in front of the window or not. You're on the 10th floor hotel room of yes. something that looks like a damn mirror. You shouldn't be standing out, in front of a window. God knows who. It could be your friend. It could be your wife, for goodness sakes. Maybe you didn't get talked to her last night because you were so deadbeat tired. Right, right. You woke up and said, hey, morning, honey, are you talking to your kid? Or, you know what I mean? It could be anything. And I get all that. And the part about, you know, being naked, that's, you know, some people like to be naked when they're by themselves. That's their own business. Here's my thing. But he was up on what, the ninth floor, is it? Tenth floor? I want, if I was his lawyer, I would post somebody up on a tenth floor where he was and then go down to where they said they seen him and take like a video with a telephone or something perhaps just to see if you could actually view that because i'm thinking how can you see the guy's genitalia 10 floors up yeah that is another good one. i didn't even think about you know that what i mean i really do i just should he been standing in front of an open window probably not but sometimes if you're on the telephone and you walk around naked in your own house. Well, and like you don't he was just feel ready like to shower and all. And yeah. he wasn't expecting. It wasn't like there was people coming. In. It wasn't like right. his hotel door open. He was literally probably waiting to hang up the phone call to go get in a shower. Exactly. My guess is, and I don't know. This is not stated. I am sure it will mm-hmm. be come December fifth. Everything that happened. However, my guess, the way I, I picture it happening, is he finally got up, probably grabbed a snack, went upstairs. Got undressed to get in the showers. Phone rang. He answered it. Just, you know, if he if you haven't talked to the person in a while or you didn't want to talk to this person, I could definitely see it taking over twenty minutes of a conversation, mm-hmm. and you're just waiting to basically hang up. And you're you're in Denver. Maybe he hasn't been in Denver in a little while. You're just literally just staring at landscape while talking. So I don't see what's wrong with that because you're in. How is that indecent exposure? You're making it sound like he was out in the middle of, like the story we had, what was it, last week or the week before, the dude who was running naked and jumping Oh, yes, board? yes, yes. You're making it sound like it's a that scenario. Uh-huh. Not, he's in his hotel, and that's essentially like, that would be like you being in your home running around naked. Well, I'm not going to call you for indecent exposure if you're naked no, in your home. No, but if you're standing you're out. Home. But if you're standing out in your bay window buck naked while the cars are coming by waving. I can then see there's an issue. Out, but even if you're literally just standing there, I can't do anything. It's you're in your own damn home. I'm going to think you're weird as hell and bleach my eyes afterwards. Perhaps. But I'm not going to say, oh, that's a decent experience. Whatever, you're in your home. I just. Now, if you're doing lewd acts or whatever, okay. Right. That's it. But that's a different that, story. So I'm Agreed. Not even go into that. I'm going to say, even if you're right. in your own home and you live on Main Street and you have a bay window and you're standing naked but you're doing literally nothing, I still don't see what I can do. Just call that decent. You're in your own home. Well, I just don't see how these people could see that he was naked while he was up on the 10th floor. I have been in many hotels, many of a hotel, and it's, I don't understand who was staring up at the 10th floor window and saying, hey, that guy's naked. How could you tell is what I'm saying. I want a better, I don't know. I just... If I was his lawyer, I would place somebody up there, take a, a photo or a video. No, it does make me wonder because I was just up on, it was either the 9th or 11th floor. It was an mm-hmm. odd number. Just the, over the weekend of Thanksgiving right. on the hotel I was at. So I was up that high, and I don't know how you would be able to see up, even if it was, I had everything exactly. up really open with lighting or right and all. It would be still very difficult to see a clear picture from that Yes. High up. You wouldn't be able to, like, pick out details if you asked me. No, which makes me wonder where are they seeing from. Are they seeing exactly. from the Are they seeing from across? Like, right. I just I just don't see in any way, no matter how visible it is, how is that indecent exposure to this poor guy who is literally in his own hotel room minding his own business. I could see the indecent exposure as he was in front of a window. But this obviously, to me anyway wasn't meant to be because no. you know what i mean he's there up on no the 10th floor I, I if you want to be if you're a flasher not. where you like to show your stuff to people you're not going to be up on the 10th floor you know what i mean you're going to be like parking lot level and make sure your window is facing lots of people if you want to show your stuff i so I just I wanted to bring that to it because I want to hear everyone's opinions on it. On yes. Whether you think it's right yes. or wrong or where right. it should go. What what should this case be? I think it should be completely dismissed in my opinion because I just think it's absolutely 
stupid and you are, are, are ruining this guy's 22-year career. I agree. I agree. This. For nothing, as far as yes. I'm concerned. He did years. nothing lewd. He did nothing lascivious. He merely stood in front of a window, naked. That's why I said you're... And we don't even know if it was on purpose. Like you said, when you're on the telephone, sometimes you're like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, while you're walking around and you're not... Do you know what I mean? Like I said, he's probably just looking at the fucking sky. Exactly. Yeah. I I just... It bothers me because he's been at this crew for 22 years and this could possibly ruin it. Yes. And you're making it out... Like, the cops came, bars through his door with fucking guns drawn? Yeah, that was a little much. I First agree. of all, what's he concealing? Exactly. Secondly, <laughs> he's got no pockets to put it in. a little extreme you didn't see in the window of him strangling someone? No, you see, he wasn't even strangling his own junk. No. He was on the phone. I don't understand why they didn't just knock at the door and say, open up police. Or I don't understand say, hey, the excuse whole. Excuse me, sir. We're getting complaints. Yes. He see you. Oh shit! I'm so sorry. That would have been the most embarrassing exactly. thing in your life. And go on. Right. I'm with you. Like 100%. I said, they're making it. They're making it out like he's the it's damn so guy jumping much, car exactly. to car naked downtown, and he's not. No, they're making it out ten times worse than what it should be, and they're going to end up ruining this guy's life, and it's not right. No. But that was my first story. So I good just one. To see, good one. See the thoughts and the opinions on that. I like it. Because as I was reading it, I, was, I just felt so bad for it. I, I, I don't like what's going on. No. Anyway, going yeah. on over to Package Thoughts, which I yes. adore and I cannot wait yes. for every week. Yes, yes, I want to yes. do just episodes of Package Thoughts. And Amen. Call it good uh, because this is just such my favorite part. I love it too. <laughs> this week we're doing Skittles. We're doing the bright side Skittles. Oh, and I've never had any of these flavors. I've never had like either. I do too. These are pink lemonade, are the pink ones. Definitely a lemon taste. Kind of like that, actually. Yeah, a little tart, but good. Mm-hmm. A good tart. Yeah, it's got like the little lemon tart, but it's good. Okay. The yellow one is kiwi banana. Okay, now that's amazing. That tastes like those little banana runs. Mmm. I could eat a bag of those ones. Yeah. Just that flavor. Oh, wow. I could okay, I like the that. Mm. The blue is Paradise Punch. That was actually a lot better than I expected. I actually like that one. I like that one more than the pink lemonade. It was okay. I don't know. Maybe it was after having the kiwi banana. Yeah, that one was amazing. <laughs> it really was. And the green is, of course, watermelon. I like that. Mm. Oh, yeah. I like that. That was like a watermelon Jolly Rancher right there. Mm-hmm. That was heavenly. That was good. And wow. the orange is tangerine. A much mm. blander flavor than the rest. Yeah, it's got a very, very mild taste. All the other ones had like a really mm-hmm. bold, upfront taste. Yeah, the tangerine, the tangerine was, real was mild. A lot, yeah, exactly. Mild is a very good word for it. But good. Mm. All in good all, flavor in it, that's but good. A lot milder than I was the rest of them. Mm, mm, mm. Now, they Skittles started in 1974 in Britain. And it took them until 1982 to get to the U.S. No way. Yeah. Firstly, I didn't even know they started in Britain. I didn't know where they started, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I could have swore they'd been in the U.S. longer than that. That is crazy to think that it took until 1982, Yeah, it took quite a while to get them here. Wow. Because the Skittles are just ever, so everywhere. <laughs> what do you think a serving size of Skittles are? Oh, gosh. With their serving size nowadays, maybe five. A fourth of a cup. Okay. Now, you know, that's a lot better than I was expecting. I guess, but I know I could eat the whole bag, so. How many servings come in a bag, then, I wonder? I don't know. That's a good serving size. 1.4 ounces. There's three servings in one little bag. Okay. I could eat the whole bag, though. I don't know anybody that doesn't really eat a bag of a like Skittles. A Skittles, right. Of Skittles. Yeah, I'm it's with It's not you. like it's a jumbo bag. It's just the... All we have right here is like just a little tear bag that you would buy at any exactly. gas station. Or just a, it's like exactly what I bought at Carmen. Cause my, just like one a of bag my of uh, M&Ms. M&Ms. Right. Yeah, because one of my wife's favorite snacks in the world are Skittles. So I actually oh, just bought these ones at the gas are good. the other day. I definitely haven't tried these. Cause they have, of all the candies, the most followers on Facebook. Really? Yep. They I have games was- and all to play. I thought that would have been Eminem because of the characters. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Everybody loves but the Eminem nope, characters because they are hilarious. Oh and God, awesome. yes. 
so I thought for no other reason that they would kind of take in the talk just because of that. I'm stealing another yellow. Okay. I like those. If you no, see them, good. Uh, yeah, them are good. And what were they called again? The tropical rendition? No, bright side? bright side or something bright. The bright side of Skittles. Mm-hmm. Bright side Skittles. Huh. Yes, and they are in a good bright combo. yellow packet. No, that is a really good flavor combo. I love trying to do flavor Skittles. That was good. I liked. Oh, that was a good one. I like those. Wow. I would recommend those. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Story number two. Invest now. My first story was about bad business. Now my story is about the good business. So you got a theme going on here. All right, baby. I'm good. I'm good. I mean. Now, these are good (laughs) franchise investments. Okay. So if you're looking out there to open your own place, they say these are good ones. And they even say take a look at their stock. Oh, okay. I guess that does have a lot like... I could see where your stock would be good. Oh, yeah. If your employees are happy, your production's better. Everything's Right. Exactly. More people want to open up one. If, you know, your employees and all are happy, Mm -hmm. those employees want to open one. The first one I have is Pizza Hut LLC, which is pretty much the new Pizza Hut nowadays. I didn't know there was a new Pizza Hut. Oh, yeah. It's the same. Just now they have the LLC written in small letters on the end because they offer wings and pasta and and such now. I did not know that. So are they still part of Yum Corporation? Oh, yes. Okay. I was just curious because I didn't know that. It was just like when Kentucky Fried went to KFC. Okay. You know, just a new gig trying to catch a catch line. uh, I guess that's like, because now you see them with Wing Street or whatever. Right. Okay. Wing Street is another variation of the pizza. Okay. They say there are new chains uh, opening and a consistent rise in intake. So if you're looking for a franchise, Pizza Hut's a good one. And I wouldn't have thought that. But I guess I, 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 I don't, I'm wrong. I don't know what I would have. <laughs> the next one. To see like the little shots like that being. But, I mean, that's great to hear. Yeah. Uh, Jack in the Box, which I love. Jack in the Box. They say the the setup free fees, franchise fees, if I could say that, are, for you to say. <laughs> are very inexpensive, and their stocks on the rise. Really? So Jack this is the way to go with a Jack in a Box. They need to be up here. Yeah, yeah. And another one, which is this is an old place. Because when I was just a little girl, I used to have a birthday membership to Baskin Robbins. Oh, yes, yes, Mm -hmm. yes. They say the investment fees are really low, and everybody loves ice cream. No matter the time, no matter the season. If you got like a spot in the mall with a Baskin Robbins, you're guaranteed business. No matter what kind of shop it is. Exactly. I never met a kid, or in my case, my husband, pass ice cream place without going, Oh, ice cream. Oh, yeah, you don't think I could. Yeah. Another or my wife, which is probably a dangerous combo. <laughs> yeah. Both of us can't pass us. So we don't have one that's stronger than the other to be like, no. We're just both like, yeah, let's go get let's more. Let's do it. <laughs> Another one is Mac Tools. Okay. They are having a huge franchise boom right now. So I did not know that. Yep. And this one. I like a, a store that was just Mac Tools. Store. No. I, I mean, my husband gets all those tool magazines from everywhere, and oh, I yeah. always see Mac tools, but... Wow, that's kind of cool. I didn't realize they were on such a kind of rise on opening up right now. One place I shop at regularly and love and wish there was one closer is Pet Supplies Plus. Yes, I, I do love, love Pet Supplies Plus. They have grown over 6% every year since they opened in 1988 you know i will very few businesses can boast that i can honestly believe that because when i very first went to a pet supply plus Mm -hmm. first i thought it was actually not a chain i thought it was just that store and i was like oh it was a really awesome store i don't remember where i was i was just traveling through and i always stop at pet stores when i'm traveling oh yeah for the pup always have and I just stopped in that one because I was never heard of it. I thought it was just a one-time thing. And then I saw a couple of them in that area. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so it just must be a small little chain. And I will tell you over the last, uh, I would say, four years, 
I have seen more and more of them when I'm going up places, like seeing that name no longer just in those one or two spots that I knew of, but now everywhere I go, I see it. Oh, hey, look, yes. that's a Bly Plus over there. You can I wish there was one closer to us. Yeah. I, I love, love them. going to them. I think they're inexpensive. They still yes. have good products. Nobody else has a line for turtles like Pet Supply Plus. No, they Nobody. always have a whole aquatic section. Exactly. For anything you can think of, not just a little corner. Like, right. There's always like an entire back room of nothing but aquatic section. I, I love them. and crabs and fish and sharks and eels and this If and that. we are going <laughs> somewhere and I see a Pet Supply Plus, I'm like, stop, stop. Yes. I love them. Oh, that's awesome. I like hearing that. And I, another one. I like one, hearing that they're good to work for because I love going there so much. I would guess so. So it's nice to hear that. I've never met a bad employee there. either there. No, they're always happy. Yeah. Always every smile, other one, everyone I've been to. Each other. Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay. Okay. Awesome. The next one my husband would love, it's Snap-on Tools. Okay. They are now franchising in over 130 countries. So get your franchise now because they're about to boom. That's awesome. Yep. Carl's Juniors, which is a take from Hardee's. Yes. Uh, it's a rather large investment for a franchise, but the returns for Carl Jr. are extremely high, they say. Oh, so I'd it's expect- a big startup fee, but you're going to get more in the long run. That, I mean, it's, I, I don't know why. I, just, I didn't see any of the burger places being up there like you I didn't Jack I didn't the think they would there. be either yeah you Carl's Jr. there I honestly didn't expect anything uh-uh. in that style cuz like McDonald's owns the burger joint they just do when they do they have the best burger no nah. they're not even the burger king Oh, uh, I like that. Okay. Next, <clears throat> Sports Cut. <laughs> they have a steady growth and a large fan base. Okay, now I can tell you this. I just went to one for the first time, oh, not even a month ago, maybe two mm-hmm. weeks ago. First time ever visiting one. And I will tell you, it is, as a guy, the best experience I've ever had getting my hair cut. My husband loves it. That's where he gets his hair cut all the time. I could see why. Like he I said, loves them. I can always tell you I'm not picky or anything, and I've had great people that I've went to before, but I've never had such a overall great experience getting something as simple as a haircut right. as I did there. They somehow made a experience of getting a haircut usually just a 20-minute chore if exactly. you're a guy. You know, just a 10, 20-minute chore to get in, get your number, get your haircut, and leave into an um, uh, uh, enjoyable experience. Yes, my husband likes to go. He enjoys it. it he likes that they have a military discount as well. <laughs> no, I could definitely yeah. definitely see where they would go. Like I said, that was the first time I've ever had a, a such an enjoyable experience getting a haircut. The next is the UPS store. These are opening up a lot, but they yes. say there are very large returns on your investment. Okay, okay. I used to go out to the UPS store uh, every time about this time of year uh, when I lived in Missouri. Yeah. It was about 15 minutes away, and they were really easy to ship gifts through. Right. Because they would help package. Yes. And do this. When you have bulk things, mm-hmm. super easy to deal with. Yes, and like weird sizes, office, but oh they will do it perfect. It was so worth the price. Right, Even I agree. It was more expensive because it was so easy for me and my wife to not have to try to find everything and fit mm-hmm. everything. So just go up there, and they would always so happily, yeah. oh, yeah, we can get this here. Let's make this go perfect like this. Let's do this over here. And yes. I didn't have to worry about a damn thing. All I they had to do is good. get my credit card. I like them. <laughs> And the last one I have is Dunkin' Donuts, making entrepreneurs rich since they first started. I would disagree. Well, I'm sorry. They're saying franchises are good there. And I'm not dissing the fact that it might be easier to get a franchise with them. You know, you can get Mm -hmm. returns. But as far as wanting to work for them. Well, wanting to work for them is something else. This is about making money, like either buying the stocks or buying a business through them. Because I will tell you this. More so than employee. Someone that worked at a Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. And Grant, ours was part of a franchise group of about 60 of them. Right. 40 or 60 of them. I can't remember now. The group I worked for was horrendous to work for. They truly were. And, like, it's such an easy job. It should be a simple and fun job. Mm-hmm. It was just it was just a pain to work for as far as, like, the higher-ups. It was You did not feel welcomed as an employee. Got it. Um, and then... 
as I delved more into it, mm-hmm. really Dunkin' Donuts as a whole is not a really fun company to work for. Like, even after you passed our franchise group, right. it didn't get to much go. better. Understood. I, I don't know. So maybe you should just be like an outside investor, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, so my second story <laughs> is Cotton Candy Criminal. <laughs> now... It's I know you're loving the title criminal. there. And I, I'm sorry I didn't realize this until I was going through my stories way, way after I picked them. That I kind of had a theme this week of a little bit of a trouble with the law. <laughs> we're doing with the airline arrest. Now we're doing with Cotton Candy Criminal. Anyway, uh, over there was this woman in Georgia, and she's filing a lawsuit right now in federal court over her arrest at a traffic stop and charges of trafficking meth and possession of meth with intent to distribute. Those are pretty big charges, yeah. probably trying to wonder how the hell are you trying to sue them for arresting you for meth, and not only meth, but enough to be considered intent to distribute meth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, she spent over three months in jail and charges under a $1 million bond. Holy. Here's where the issue lies. Kind of like the last story. It sounds weird. Like, of course he got arrested for indecent exposure. And then you yes, hear... Yes, and then you hear... It's right. crazy. And the same thing here. Because the substance she actually had, key detail, was cotton candy. It was not meth at all. They never tested it before they decided she was a meth dealer? Uh, apparently, <laughs> the drug test kit was wrong. You think? And she is now, the lawsuit is filed against the Monroe County Board of Commissioners, two sheriff's deputies, and the maker of the drug test kit. Which, apparently, this drug test kit has a couple of these wrong instances. Well, they'll both mess up your teeth, cotton candy or meth. True. The roadside kit flagged a bag of cotton candy as methamphetamine leading to her being incarcerated for almost four months. It was almost oh, four months. I she was don't for think it. so, people. Georgia, this, shame on you. Yeah, and this was up in Monroe County, which if you don't know Georgia, that is just barely uh, northwest of Macon. Got it. Which is a little bit, like, kind of a little midway point there, almost middle of the state. Fairly shame, big city. Shame But on it you. is, like, even their county or whatever kind of shares like with Macon census because it's mm-hmm. so close, but it's not technically the same county. Now, I could see where they're drug happy because there's a lot of drugs that pass through there because of the uh, harbors in Florida. Oh, yeah, especially so I with could I-35 see that. being right but there I going mean, through Macon. But I mean, come on, people. Yeah. Well, this uh, Georgia woman, uh, Daisha Fincher is her name. And I'm sure I probably butchered that, but yeah, that's how you say it. Nailed it. it. <laughs> they pulled over and searched her car on New Year's Eve in 2016, and the incident report uh, showed that the car was pulled over for a window tint. So they were initially pulling over okay. saying that because Georgia it was too does dark. have window tint yes, laws. Yes, it does. So that's what they were saying the initial stop was kind of stopped for, mm-hmm. was your tent's too dark, and while they were there, because it's New Year's Eve, can we search your car, make sure, Right. kind of using it as like their key in. Well, they found the cotton candy in the floorboard of the car, and then the two deputies used the kit, and it came back positive, placed her under arrest, and obviously she was not able to afford the million-dollar bond. Uh, no. And it was over three months before the Georgia Bureau of Investigation Lab test results came back, finding that there were no controlled substances confirmed in the sample. Unbelievable. So the lawsuit claims that NARC-2 is the kit that they used, and that's the manufacturer, mm-hmm. is actually made by North Carolina-based Searchy Acquisitions. And like I was telling you earlier, they have a history of false positive test results, and they're kind of unreliable. So they're not the best company for cops to be using. No, you'd think they'd, you know, go somewhere else. The charges were dropped in April of 2017, but that's four months after the incident. Yeah. Like I said, it was almost four months she was in jail. Four months people thought she was a meth dealer. Yeah, exactly. Now, during that time, she says that she missed major events of her life. Her daughter had a miscarriage. She wasn't there oh. for that. My twin grandsons were born. I missed that. I want Monroe County to pay for what they did to me. So... The opinion that I, I want in this, and I want to hear from you all, and I want to hear from you, Ma, is what do you think should happen with this? Not going over the fact of how horrendous this is on that, you know, she was accused right. for cotton candy. Mm-hmm. 
being meth, put in a $1 million bond, which obviously is not affordable by her uh, right. or by most anyone in the world to be able to afford a million dollar well, bond. Well, I think with a million dollar bond, you have to post, what, 10% or uh, Usually something? it's a little bit more than that, but yeah, it's usually something a percentage. Of that nature, but still. And the bail bondsman will yes. cover and you pay. However, if, if you're put in jail for three months over something completely wrongful. Right. What do you think is the fair – what do you think should happen? Like, what do you think the next step is? Because the only thing What that, do I think Georgia should do for her? Yeah, like, and not even Georgia as much as specifically Monroe County. Now, granted, it's not completely the cops' fault, in my opinion. No, they're no, it's not. And they're just doing their – Exactly. They're doing their job. They found it. They tested, they're doing their job. Arresting using the utensils that are provided to them. It's not like as a cop you go out and pick which brand of exactly. drug test you're going to use. Like, who do you think in all of this... I think she should be suing the people that made that drug test. If it is known to be less than reliable, first off, police should never use it. Secondly, that is who she should sue quite frankly, because in my eyes, the police really didn't do anything wrong in the sense that they tested it, it came back positive. Should they have been using this? Uh, what, who makes it again from North Carolina? I'm sorry. Oh, it's that search the acquisitions yes. or whatever See, their name is. See, these are the wrong right there to me. It's that Cirque whatever acquisition is yes. the, in the wrong. Correct. Those are the ones. But... The cops should not have been using their product if it is known. Yes. I, I agree so, with this. So, I think they owe her something because they knew that this product was faulty and continued to use it, and this is the result of that. But I think the bulk that owes this poor lady is that company from North Carolina. Because, see, here's the thing. is She is filing uh, this lawsuit against the Moreau County Board of Commissioners, two sheriffs de- the two sheriff deputies that were there, and the maker of the drug test kit. Here's where I think it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, here's where I think it should be a little bit okay. skewed differently. I think it should be filed against three people as well. But I have a different three people in mind. Okay. I think the Moreau uh, County Board of Commissioners, I think that's correct. I think they should have the lowest on that filing mm-hmm. but i do think that they need to be brought brought up in this case right i do think the lawsuit should mention them and they should have something filed on them and they owe something i don't think the two sheriff deputies should be in there i However, don't either i want to swap their name with the person that i think should owe the second most in this and that is the georgia bureau of investigations for taking three months to take to back test that test it. to find out that's positive or yes uh, that, you know it's negative I want to know. I want to know why it took three months. I do too. To yes. get that answer, and then thirdly, I agree with the maker of the drug test. I do think that should be a third person. I think, like you were saying, they should have the bulk of it. If it was split, and we're saying 100 percent that she's going to get, you know, I would have to read. I would say. $70 should be paid by the makers of the drug kit. Uh-huh. $20 should be paid by the GBI, Georgia Bureau I of Investigation. I think the GBI, $10. I would have to see their caseload first. And then I would have to say the $10 to the commissioners just because, I'm sorry, that's still your county. That's still, I you know, know, why are you using that kit and right. stuff like that. Why that's are why you I think they should that? owe that 10%. But I think it should be split 70-20-10 in that order, in my opinion. But I feel sorry for this lady because... Four months behind bars, she was probably protesting at the top of her lungs that she doesn't, you know, have anything at all to do with meth. And I understand that every drug dealer and every criminal is probably, I'm innocent. So I get that, you know, they're not going to immediately turn their head. a lot during the day. Exactly. But I want to know, did this poor lady lose a job or that is another thing i was saying i was wondering if she lost her job not only job but maybe friends maybe even family you know what i mean she was busted for being a meth dealer and not only even if she didn't lose any family or friends she did miss out on her daughter having a miscarriage that she could have been there for she did miss out on her twin grandsons being born she had twin grandsons exactly she could have been in that room but no 
She instead was behind bars. Right. So she deserves something. I truly believe she does. But I'm with you that the sheriff's officers aren't the ones. I believe that the county and the people that own that, the makers of that uh, particular drug test. Yeah, that NARC-2 or whatever it right. was. I'd say about a 70-30 with 70 going to the NARC-2. Yeah, I, like I said, I, I do fully think that they should yes. get 70%. Whatever she gets out of this should be coming from them. But I just I, I think that last thirty should be kind of split twenty ten or at least fifteen fifteen between the GBI and the commission. I would have to know really more about that, the GBI's you know their you know, the case workload. I, just, I want to see why did it take so long to get a better test? Do they take the long? I mean, now correct me if you're listening and you know more about this than I do. Exactly, which is very possible. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe it does take three months to be tested. I don't Maybe. know. I don't either. So no, I have no mind, idea. I understand they're not all instant tests like you exactly. have roadside kids. I get that. But I just I don't see how any test could take three months to determine whether or not it's meth or cotton fucking candy. Right. Because let us not forget, not only did it come back native, it can't. It's, it's goddamn cotton candy. Exactly. It's fucking spun sugar. Exactly. How long does it take three months to figure out that? Oh wait, all these cells are fucking sugar. Like, that, that part really, really irks me. And I'm not trying to say any one person at the Georgia Bureau of Investiga- or Investigations, but I do think they should have a percentage, and I, I personally think that 20%, because it just if their caseload is too high, okay, well, then that needs to get fixed. Why is it taking three months for a test? If, no matter what it is, it falls under them. No one person in particularly, no poor person in the lab doing the testing, but them as a, as a force should be held accountable for that, that's, I just think it's ridiculous. Like I said, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe I am. Maybe it does take three months, I don't know, but right. in my mind, I just don't see how it could take that long. And I do think she should get, and in all honesty, I know this is going to, I think she should get at least a million dollars, that's what her fucking bond was. I, I say give her at least a million. I agree with you. I agree that she deserves something. I most definitely agree and that she that deserves payment. And with that, how much payment. money you give her, it's not going to take back that time. No, it it's like unfortunately, kind of but it's oh, not. Oh, they released or, you know, dropped the charges. Well, that's wonderful. You oh, dropped yeah, the they dropped charges. the charges. They could even go on local television and say, we are so sorry. But that doesn't help her. No, her record needs to be fully sponsored. Exactly. About this. this whole thing needs to just pretend like it never happened on record. And there's still going to be people going, be... isn't that the lady that got busted for meth? Yeah. No, this needs to have an apology. This needs to go out and be off for record. And I do think she deserves paid. Not that yes. money can bring back what she no. missed. No, it can't. But you can't. know what? She deserves something. She does. She definitely deserves some kind of compensation. Yes, most definitely. But that was my segment. And again, I know it was kind of a theme there, but I just wanted that because I thought they had a good opinion with it as well on the... No, I liked just, it. That was a good one. Yeah, I, I just... It, it kind I'd of be ticked me. if I was her. Yeah, I, I really started feeling for her on that. I'd be like, y'all got to be kidding me. All right, we know what that means. Last clip. Oh, and do I have a doozy? You gonna love this. I In South Carolina... <laughs> okay, I was reading it like a book. Okay. <clears throat> In South Carolina... Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. I was sleeping, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a family noticed that their house cat was doing some kind of strange and odd things, which by itself, just having three grand cats, they do strange things. Yes, they do. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> but they decided after like a week of this to investigate and see what Miss Kitty, a large white Persian cat... Ooh. You know, they're just so fluffy. Who was a very friendly indoor-outdoor cat. She would go out for walks, always come home for her three meals a day, and come home to sleep at night. Now, the neighbors knew Miss Kitty. They loved Miss Kitty. She was a very friendly cat. She had no problem going up to people to get some love. So she was she was an out cat because everybody in the neighborhood knew. <laughs> she was a neighborhood cat. Everybody exactly. knew. Everybody knew Miss Kitty. She essentially had that as her house and then went out and did her tasks throughout exactly. the day. <laughs> now, the neighbors noticed Miss Kitty was carrying around something furry in her mouth. Upon further investigation... They realized it was a puppy. Oh. Now, these 
neighboring people are getting concerned saying, oh my gosh, Miss Kitty done went off the rocker and is killing puppies. But what they didn't know was a neighboring dog had just given birth. And her owners noticed that a few puppies were missing. Oh my. So after a total of five puppies went missing... The new mom's owners started searching for the puppies. Uh, yeah. They were I like, don't know why Whoa. I took five puppies into Yeah. Wonder. Hmm. Hmm. But what they didn't know was not long ago, poor Miss Kitty was also pregnant for the first time. But Aww. unfortunately, all her litter were stillborn. That's and this heartbreaking. It was. It what devast- the hell kind of a last clip is this? I'm over here sad. <laughs> it devastated Miss Kitty. It really did. Now, when her owners, Miss Kitty's owners, heard about the missing puppies, they started putting two and two together. So, now, Smoochie, the dog who, was, who had the puppies... Great naming, by the way, in this Yes, Smoochie. Smoochie and Miss Kitty. <laughs> this dog mom, not very interested in her pups. She could really give a shit about them. You know, she wasn't, she refused to f- nurse the baby. She didn't just, she just really didn't want to be a mom. So with the name Smoochie, a bad yeah. mom. <laughs> Smoochie just wanted to be Smoochie. She Smoochie didn't want to be Smoochie like and children. One night. <laughs> <laughs> so enter Miss Kitty. She had been taking the puppies one by one, and Smoochie didn't stop her, to an empty trailer that was in this trailer park where all these people lived. Now, when the owners of both Miss Kitty and Smoochie followed the cat, they found the most beautiful, wondrous sight. Miss Kitty was laying with all the missing puppies. She had created a warm, safe place for all these puppies whose mama didn't want them. Aww. That is one of the sweetest things ever. Not only that, but she was actually nursing the puppies. Really? She was producing milk that was left from her pregnancy. Wow. And since their mommy, the doggy mommy, wasn't feeding them or nursing them, she decided to nurse them. Unbelievable. That is... Wow. You tell me pets don't have feelings. Tell me. That is... Oh. Now, the puppies were absolutely... the sweetest part of my life. Yes. The puppies were absolutely in love with Miss Kitty because they were getting what they needed. Oh, yeah. That's that's to their knowledge. Their mom. Both owners felt this was an awesome give and take given the animal issues that they had been presented with. Oh, hell yeah. The one animal didn't want nothing to do with puppies. No matter what their owner did to try to coerce her into nursing her puppies, she didn't want them. This poor kitty lost an entire litter, wants something to nurse, so she goes over and gets the puppies. These puppies are now juniors and are very healthy, happy. Okay, wow. let's try this healthy again. And happy. <laughs> yes. Healthy, healthy, baby. Happy, healthy, and <laughs> playful puppies. That is awesome. So, do they still kind of look at Miss Kitty as like yes, a mom figure? They do. You know, kind of still. Because, you know, They, of course, live still. with their mommy. But uh, Miss Kitty goes over to them and they know Miss Kitty. That is so cool. That I think it crazy, is wanting. So, if you story. ever say a, a cat or a dog don't have feelings, I will knock you out. That, is that poor kitty story. had awesome. feeling all the way to her little paws. That is, oh, that is, I'm sorry, that is just, that I'm, was so I'm good when I read that one. Right yes. now. That is just so I was cool. like, I was almost crying. It was so sweet. I, am, I got I a toothache, I am enamored over your story. Well, what's funny is my last clip also deals with an animal story and another kind of heartwarming one. Yay. So we're kind of going to end yay, on a yay, nice, yay. mushy, smoochy, smoochy Miss Kitty. Fucking yeah. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Enter Sinatra, uh, who is a brown and white husky. Ooh. Beautiful. Love puppy. I huskies. Saw a of it. Oh, and you know the brown and white. Oh, oh beautiful yeah. Puppy. Huskies beautiful. are gorgeous. Uh, well, unfortunately, she disappeared, uh, or he disappeared from his home in New York. 
uh, about a year and a half, about 18 months ago. Oh. Exactly. Now, this uh, the dog initially belonged to this uh, child as a 14th uh, birthday gift for Zion. Oh. He was an avid dancer and a huge animal lover. And his parents decided that, you know what, for his 14th birthday, it was finally time, you know, he became responsible enough, they felt, you right. know, positive. Let's, you know, he can, he can finally have the, he's always wanted a pup, you know, mm-hmm. it's time now. You know, it's kind of like the, that next step. And they surprised him on his 14th and said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go find you a pup. You know, we're going to go Aww. get one. So, now, the sad part is Zion had passed away. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it, I want to say he was like 16 at the time. And it was a, it's just a sad, sad story Aww. as far as that part is concerned oh because you know he was just such a a, a big animal over this dog and you know he was enamored with the dog and the dog was enamored with him and if i remember correctly he was actually just caught in a random shooting it wasn't even Aww. anything like he wasn't in a bad crowd or anything right to the best of my knowledge if i remember when just i read wrong correctly, place wrong he, time exactly he just happened to be Aww. the perfectly wrong placement at the time so you know passed away young well about there was a day... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. He was. He died in a gun accident in Brooklyn, New York. Oh. I, I knew I'd find it somewhere. I knew I'd written it down. I'm sorry. I write stuff down and I start getting a little <laughs> jumpy. <laughs> well, one day, about a year and a half after Zion passed, they the poor pup, he went missing. Mm. And they couldn't find him anywhere. And they were putting up posters everywhere. You know, rewards yeah. everywhere. Because especially to the parents now you can only imagine this is kind of what they have left of zion right this is kind of their this is their piece of zion left with them exactly you know they love somebody who loves zion as much as they did exactly so the it kind of travel time travel and with me here a little bit if you go down to tampa more more aptly a, a little town just outside of tampa these people found a pup and this pup was taken in by a, uh, a daughter, Rose. Uh, and she's been such a wonderful guest and a sweet dog, this lady was saying, you know. And her daughter, who was 13, fell in love with this pup. Oh, so, yeah. And they took it to the vet, and they were trying to, you know, see oh. if there was a chip, but they couldn't get a good chip reading out of there. Mm-hmm. So they, they really had no idea. Uh, and they found at least a name attached, because the phone number was unfortunately one off. So they were never able to contact the owner. It was entered in incorrectly, but they saw the name. She said, so just kind of on a whim, she went on Facebook. She has to see if they have a profile. Exactly. Just to see if they could kind of, hey, is this your pop? You know, Mm -hmm. before you get too attached. I mean, not that you can't get attached, but, you know, you want to be able to give it back to the Exactly. And she's thinking it would be easy to do. Well, lo and behold, she happened to see Brooklyn, New York. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, that's weird. Whatever, maybe they moved. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, they contact, and she gets a reply back. And they start talking, and they're sending pictures of, of this pup, Aww. you know, and they confirm that this is definitely the same pup. And then she finds out that they actually do still live in Brooklyn, New York, <laughs> and she's in this little town right outside of Tampa Bay, Florida, which, if you're not too good at geography, that's about 1,200 miles. Yeah, yeah. And about 18 months have passed. So, and the best part about it is they're actually going to take her uh, or take him up to Baltimore on over this last Thanksgiving week. They had their reunion in Baltimore. The uh, parents from Brooklyn drove down to Baltimore and the gal from Tampa drove up to Baltimore. They got to meet there. And and somewhere Zion smiling. Yes. And they got to have a wonderful, wonderful reunion of this pup. 18 months after he went missing. Oh, if that puppy could talk, could you imagine the stories? What makes you wonder, how did he get 1,200 miles away? What just had him walking continually south? <laughs> yes, literally. Especially as a husky, you think he'd want to go north. Uh, yeah, really. Think of anything, he likes the cold. Oh, that's sweet, though, that he was found after all that time. Like I said, that's so I had another heartwarming kind of pet. It, just, it was a very awesome thing to see that just on a whim, yes. you decide to search <laughs> up the name and see if you can find somebody. It was Lo meant you to happen. In Brooklyn, and they start talking and sending pictures, and 
oh, I had a dog go missing 18 months ago. And you know they're both thinking, that, a, that can't be my dog. My, I'm New York, Florida. Tampa. Yeah, that's not my dog. <laughs> that is just crazy. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yes. That's I. That's wonderful. So, to I'm travel, so happy for that puppy. 1,200 miles from New York to Sefner. <laughs> he took off. That's crazy. A little summer vacation. A little, 18 months of one. <laughs> took a year and a half abroad. He's a Jimmy <laughs> Buffett kind of dog. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. But I am happy to be forth. You know, they all have that reunion. This thing's, it was just a, a heartwarming story. Yes. Great to hear they got to meet up. And yes. They got to do that, you know, and just such a... And, and it was and good that that puppy's bit was such found. such a thankful right. time of year. And now you can be thankful together getting to meet up in Baltimore, this exactly. complete stranger. But now you have something so in common with each other. That's why I said it was amazing that that puppy was found by such a loving, uh, animal-friendly yeah, family. Yeah, I saw that edited in because it was such a welcoming dog. I was like, yes. okay, well, come on, buddy, Let's, what, what are you missing exactly. from? You know, trying to find, like, that's, it is. It's yeah, so sweet. awesome. Well, we got to end on a really happy note this I'm week. I'm telling really you. A sweet note. Yeah, yeah. I'm not usually sweet in anything. No, you're not. Okay, I mean, it had to go. That was a little rude, a little <laughs> much, I think. Just agreeing, just <laughs> Thank you so much for listening in this week. Yes. I hope that... I hope you got a we, toothache from the last two stories. Yes. I hope that we made your, your mind kind of think a little bit. Mm-hmm. I hope that you got to end on a really sweet and your heart is just filling all these warm and fuzzies like a fucking Hallmark Christmas movie. Hey, fucking man, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. And I, I do hope that we got to make you laugh some throughout. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. And try the new Skittles. Yes. Stay tuned. Next week we'll have episode mm-hmm. 24. 24 already. Ooh. I can't believe it. It's just amazing that we're already I'm going to think of a new in. cheer. I'll be yeah. a cheerleader for the 24th. Make sure you try the Skittles. I will do my best mm-hmm. to mute her audio during the cheer, so it's fine. Don't worry. I'll put music or something over it. I, I look out for you guys. That's, that's how much I care about you that listen. Uh, <laughs> make sure you do go to our Facebook page or Twitter page or email anything like oh, that yes, please. let us know what you thought of the stories mm-hmm. let us know your opinion go ahead just tell us how your Thanksgiving was I hope yes. it was a lot less tell us some cute animal stories uh, yes do tell us your awesome animal stories I, I will always take a photo of an animal and animal oh, stories yeah. 100% of the time of the year <laughs> so but I cannot wait until we reconvene next week. Episode number 24. Uh, Thank you, as always, for being just an amazing co-host. And it's so much fun to do. And as much shit as we give each other, I have a blast doing this. You are a wonderful co-host. Wonderful. I mean, we got to find some really cool people this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Some some awesome people that, you know, were animal lovers. I got to that back up, and that was awesome. Some poor people who were just kind of caught in the wrong moment that you feel really bad for. Some business adventures. Yeah. Both good and bad. Good business most. We we got a lot about this. And because we ended on this such animal happy note, and I I love doing that. We do love animals. Obviously, it's evident by our stories and our awings and our, you know, just all of our goosiness here at the end. We do want to make sure that you spay and neuter your pets and help control that animal population. Yes, and, and most of your relatives. Yes, at least some of them, and, and there might be. And probably after Thanksgiving, a lot. Yeah, I'm sure you. There's a lot you want to neuter anymore.